Dear songwriter, if you're listening to this episode, there's a good chance that you want to make a, quote, go at this whole being a songwriter thing. Maybe that's professionally, maybe it's just as a hobby, as a form of self-expression. But either way, you want to dive into the art of songwriting and you want to feel confident and successful about everything that you're doing. But due to whatever the reason may be, maybe you're not feeling like a successful songwriter, and I've certainly been there. Maybe it's because of people in your circle. Maybe it's feeling like you haven't accomplished that goal, whatever that might be. Maybe it's seeing everyone around you, other songwriters around you from high school, college, take these big steps forward and it feels like you're moving backwards. So I've been there and there are still moments where I don't feel like I'm a quote, successful songwriter. So I've decided to record this episode for both of us. I want us to take a step back, let's put things in perspective, and let's discuss three ways to ensure success as a songwriter. And those three ways include defining what success looks like for you, committing to a timeline, spoiler alert, it's not going to be a short timeline, and embracing your role as a, quote, forever student. My name is Connor Frost. I'm a professional songwriting mentor who's helped hundreds of songwriters to write and release their first collection of songs. And this is Dear Songwriter, the podcast to help you confidently write and release your music so that you can live your most musical and creative life. Let's get into it. Okay, hello and welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a gift for you. It's a free video training how to use song structure to strengthen your songs. If you go to connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R, Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com slash structure landing, you can get that free training. I don't know how much longer I'm going to have it up, so depending on when you're listening to this, it may not be available. But if you're listening in summer of 2023, it will be there for you. Okay. So this episode was inspired by recently someone calling me a fraud in the DMs. And I'm not going to totally go into that story because I think I actually want to devote like a whole other podcast episode to that story because it's a very interesting story. And I think how it all unfolded, I think could be beneficial. But the short of it is I was called a fraud in the DMs and it led to this person saying, those who can't do teach and everyone can see that you're a fraud. So essentially what this person was suggesting is that me being a songwriting coach plays into this idea that I'm a fraud, that I'm not successful, and that it's that school of rock quote, right? Where Jack Black says, those who can't do, teach, and those who can't teach, teach Jim, right? Great movie for what it's worth. It inspired this episode because I think, had someone said that to me 10 years ago, I would have taken it really personally, but, Honestly, this person saying this to me actually didn't really affect me at all. And if it affected me, it was only in a way that further kind of like validated what I'm doing and why I do things like this podcast. I think it was a moment of realization and pride for me because my response, both internally and to this person, was that of empathy as well as generally not caring what this person thought about me. And I think it's largely because of how I define success now. And I'm very fortunate to have parents who are extremely supportive. I'm going to talk about them in a second because I think they really 
helped me to define what success is specifically as it relates to being a musician because they are musicians as well. That's why I wanted to do this episode because I think some of you who are listening to this might be feeling like you're not successful or there isn't a path to success. And so I just want to outline what I think success is and three ways to ensure that you are successful. Let's just dive in. Okay. So number one is that I do think you need to define what success looks like for you or what it even means to ensure it. I believe that when it comes to goal setting, when it comes to defining success and putting yourself on a path towards achieving that goal, towards achieving success, I think the steps to get there are going to largely involve things that are in your control. I think if you can set a goal that is tangible, that is based on your actual steps and the action that you take as opposed to validation from someone else in order to achieve that goal, I think things are going to be a lot more fun and more attainable and will get you towards whatever that goal is. So as an example, write four songs. That's something that's very much in your control. Now, you might need to figure out the steps in order to get towards that goal. But again, those steps are going to be within your control. So, okay, defining what success looks like to you and what success even means. So for me, going back in time a little bit, I left my full-time teaching job in 2013 to pursue my music. And I remember getting the question a lot of what's the end goal here? And my dad, who is a composer and is a musician himself, he said to me, Connor, if we can make the time and energy for our music and have that be the majority of what we do, then we're successful, then we have won. And so I think because that was ingrained in me, my response to the question and possible judgment that was being passed because I was leaving a stable career, my response was, I just want to do more music. For what it's worth, I'm not saying you should leave your full-time job. But for me, it felt like I needed to do that in order to make more time and energy for my music. So I did. And I think my framing of what success was at that time of, well, I just want to make more music, fed into this larger thesis and goal of, it's all about living your most musical life. As soon as you make it about making X amount of dollars. And I get it. I run a business. You know, I'm not here saying that money doesn't matter. But I think that reframe of living your most musical life will cause you, or at least it did for me, to take steps in order to try and achieve that versus try to figure out how to make X amount of dollars doing whatever it might be. To summarize that little part of this, at least for me, again, I'm not telling you how to define it. I'm just telling you how I defined it. Success in music was based on the ability to position yourself to maximize the amount of time and energy on music and to live my most musical life. Now, did that all happen right away? No, absolutely not. It's not like I left my full-time job, my full-time career, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, I feel successful. That was not the case, but it was steps towards that. So that's number one in terms of defining what success looks like for you. The other way I defined it for myself was success was based more in my creative output than it was in other people's input. For me, being able to release X amount of albums over the course of a decade, that output helped to define my success, or I made that sort of a marker in my success. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not suggesting that the more songs you put out, the more successful you are. What I'm saying is take pride 
in your craft and what you're putting out into the world. And if that involves quantity, great. But putting pride in the output rather than defining success as what people think of it is a reframe that is not easy, but I think will allow you to do this for longer, which is a good segue to number two. My number two way to ensure success as a songwriter is to commit to a timeline, a long period of time. Commit to a decade as an example. So a couple of examples I want to give. So a band called The National, which I'm sure some of you listening to this know who they are. They did the quote unquote grind for 11 years before they really quote hit it big, right? And they were touring in Europe. They did the DIY thing for over a decade. I've toured a lot myself and I just love this idea of doing something for such a long period of time and just, it probably seemed so unreasonable for a lot of the people who were supporters of theirs in terms of their family or whatever else, but it all led to something. Okay, so that's one example. Number two is another band that I really like called Pine Grove. They actually are going on a bit of a hiatus now, but it was a similar kind of thing. They were doing the whole minivan tour for years before they got signed by Run For Cover Records. I don't know exactly, but probably like seven or eight years of touring and playing local shows, playing house shows before they got signed. And not to say that you have to get signed in order to be successful, but that's something that happened to them. And then if I could use myself as an example, touring and putting out records and shooting music videos and creating content for 11 years led me to being able to launch this business. And I think when people look at my journey, what I did with Dizzy Bats and what I'm doing with this mentoring business, I think it's easy to see them as sort of two different things. The truth is those experiences that I had over those 11 years, and then I'm still having feed into people who trust me, who want to work with me based on that experience, right? And so my first few songwriting students were fans of my music. So I think it's easy to look at both of those journeys and think that they're separate. One is education, one is performing and recording and releasing music, but it all falls under this umbrella of being a songwriter. There's this large vehicle that we are trying to maneuver and along the way, we are going to experience success if we do it for long enough. So just three examples. So that's number two, is to commit to a timeline and a long timeline, right? So I would say, you know, a decade. Number three, embrace your role as a forever student. Okay, so this is a story that I've told in the past on social media, to my clients and everything else. When I graduated college, I was feeling discouraged because I was really confused about the role music played in my life. I was comparing myself to other people. And so as a result, as soon as I graduated college, I wasn't really doing much music. I had done a lot in college, but as soon as I graduated, I kind of got stuck. And there was just one day, a switch flipped. I put my ego aside and I said, I have a lot to learn. I want to be a forever student of music. And I remember having conversations with my parents, again, who are musicians, and them saying things like, being a musician is great because unlike being an athlete, you can do this for a long time. If you're being intense about being an athlete, there are quicker ways your body breaks down, et cetera. But being a musician, this is something that you can learn forever. And my mom, who is a tremendous concert pianist, she always was like, you know, I have so much to learn. 
and you see her play and you're like, what else does she have to learn? I think that's the beauty of music is that we can always be learning. There's no learning everything, right? And even if there was, there are different ways that you can interpret different styles of music and you can explore different avenues. There's just so much there. And that's something that I have embraced. And I think if you're able to embrace that, if you're able to embrace being a forever student, it's going to humble you to always want to consume more. And you're going to then enjoy the process more because you've embraced that role of being a student and you've devoted your life to a life of learning. So let's summarize. Three ways to ensure success as a songwriter. Number one is to define what success looks like for you and what it even means. Number two is to commit to a timeline, a long timeline. I would recommend a decade. And then number three is to embrace your role as a forever student of music and of songwriting. So if you think that's helpful, I want to encourage you to take an additional step today. If you go to my website, connorfrost.com slash call, you will have the opportunity to get on a free call with me where we will do exactly that. We're going to define a goal. We're going to define success And then we're going to talk about what are the immediate steps for you to get there. I don't always offer these free calls, but it's summertime. I want to connect with you all. So go ahead, book that free call. That's a great place to start. And I hope you take that additional step today. As always, thanks so much for tuning in to Dear Songwriter. And I will talk to you next week. Happy writing. Happy writing.